Aha! This is the perfect way to give Vanessa and Craig a week off and celebrate the beginning of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary with the people that were there. I thought, well, I thought it was a really good idea. So we'll find out about that later, but it'll all be my fault if it's not. Okay. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a monster. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney, for NPR Illinois Community Voices, and the Front Row Network. I'm Brett, and my regular co-hosts, Craig and Vanessa, are taking this week off. A little bit more on that later, because I'm here with some friends of the podcast who are actually at Walt Disney World on October 1st for the beginning of the 18-month Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration, the world's most magical celebration. Oh, well, welcome to the podcast. Let's let's make some introductions. Okay. So my newest friend here is Melissa. And can you tell us just a little bit about you? Um, you came from Canada. And oh, yeah. Oh, I've got to tell you this. We met in line for, uh, waiting for the, the Skyliner going to uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. So I kind of was a little out of my comfort zone. But I'm like, well, you know, that's the best thing about talking when you're talking to people in line and all this, you know, you're all Disney fans. And that's what's so great. I mean, in our regular lives, we find if we find out that someone is a Disney fan, it's like going, oh, my gosh, someone to talk to. But you can do that at Disney World. And I did that. So thank you, Melissa, for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Brett. It was definitely <laughs> a lucky circumstance that we were both very early for the Skyliners that morning. Yeah, had time to chat. So yeah, as Brent mentioned, I'm from Canada. So I flew in from Ottawa for the 50th. And I was there for about a week. And it was a great time. So wow. I'm excited so you to talk had, about it. I, I, and you were very careful with um, your uh, COVID masking and, and all of that, because in order to return to your beloved Canada, you had to test negative, right? Yeah. 72 yeah. hours before I flew back, I had to get a PCR test. And had I tested positive, I would have had to stay for two weeks in Florida wow. on my own dime. So yeah. Yeah. I was full mask probably 95% of the time yep. Yep. that well, I was there. That's good. Well, yeah. Well, we had we had a great time. And briefly, I know briefly with me, but um, but Melissa had not been on rise of the resistance yet and so i had to like you know not say anything because i'm like and and not only were you not on rise of the resistance you had kept yourself pure for the experience you didn't watch any pictures or any videos or anything like that so i was like going don't spoil it don't spoil it but we got to write it together you know because i was going to the studios for rise of the resistance and you were and so that was great so yeah. So what was, what was rise of the resistance like for you? I oh, mean, I it know was amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you did the jaw drop. I'm like going, yes, yeah, she's, mm -hmm. yeah, I, we've all done that. So that was yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of forwarding in YouTube videos, a lot of skipping of Instagram stories prior to this and it was worth it. I'm yes. so glad that I, you know, just saw it for the first time and Brett was taking photos for me because I didn't want to interrupt my experience at all. Yes. I just wanted to experience my it and it pleasure. was amazing. It was that's my favorite great. ride for sure. Yeah, and definitely. I got to try all the new stuff. So that was great. Oh, that is great. Okay. So Melissa, and then our next friend here is Brittany and we've done theater together, but we're, you're from central Illinois as well. So say hi to our podcast friends. Hello everyone. <laughs> uh, this is my first podcast ever. Well, welcome. Well, uh, yeah. It's my first podcast too. Well, my first hosting, so it could be crazy. <laughs> 
but thank you. Yeah. Well, we actually had dinner. Yeah, we actually had dinner at BOMA. So what was that experience like for you? Hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, I love Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we just hadn't had a chance to try that restaurant yet. And so at your nudging and you got the much coveted reservation, um, that was hands down one of my favorite Disney dining experiences we've had so far. Oh, that's um, great. That's you know, great. The company was fantastic, but the, the company was, was, well, the company was good. So. Um, great. And our waiter was phenomenal and the wines and the food and the food so <laughs> and the food and the food. And we it tried a little bit and then went back and tried yeah. a little bit more. Great. We had a perfect food coma so we could get a good night's sleep. And yeah. then it was like prep carb loading for a marathon. Exactly. So we had like exactly. 30,000 steps the next day. So we needed every bit of that Boma buffet to get through it. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> the next day was the first, you know, that yeah. was the big day. But John, sorry to get to you and sorry to kind of, you know, go off on tangent one oh, and tangent sorry. five and all of that sort of stuff. But so John, which you're, you're also known professionally as Big Fat Panda. How and dare you? I'm like going, well, I, you know, I have to call you John because, you know, because I mean, you're, you're fine with Panda. You're fine with John. Panda's good. It's all good. So, so all of your friends call you various names, but I'm calling you John. But welcome to the podcast again. You've been here before. Yeah. So this is like your, this is, this is like your third return, maybe? Maybe third. three or four, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, oh, he also has trivia on uh, about every other Tuesday, but he'll tell you all about that a little bit and all of his other ways to reach him. So it's it's lots of fun. It is so fun to have you all here. Now, Thank let's you. get to Oh, I know. I wanted to do a little bit of behind the scenes here at the podcast. Now, I've this is OK. This was my third trip to Walt Disney World this year. And at Beyond the Mouse, we have done trip reports er pretty much at least two of the times. And I also went to Disneyland in July. So we had to, you know, Avengers campus and all of that. So so when Craig found out that I was going to Walt Disney World for the 50th, he kind of said, and the, honestly, this is I will give you the interpretation. It was like so. um do we are we doing another trip review and i'm like going well it's the it's walt disney world's 50th anniversary yes we are but that was kind of sticking in the back of my head and so when i saw all of you met you melissa saw you Brittany, and then had the meetup you know your meetup with with john in tomorrowland i'm like going aha this is the perfect way to give Vanessa and Craig a week off and celebrate the beginning of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary with the people that were there. I thought, well, I thought it was a really good idea. So we'll find out about that later, but it'll all be my fault if it's not. Okay. It's so a good idea. Here we, so yeah. here we are. So, oh, before we do, we have a little bit of um, behind, um, well, Beyond the Mouse and the Front Row Network traditions that we have. So with Melissa, since it's your first time here on Beyond the Mouse, we need to ask what your favorite film is. And then also, if your favorite film is not a Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, what is your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm? And, you know, when you get to your favorite Disney, you can kind of have a couple of them. But what are your favorites there? Your fa First of all, your favorite film altogether. Yeah, favorite film, probably Elf. That's, oh. uh, I love that one. I oh, watch good. it. 
multiple times at Christmas, also for Christmas in July. So oh. I feel like Buddy is somebody I really uh, identify with. Oh, that not is so cool. much the maple syrup on spaghetti. That's not like a Canadian thing, but more so <laughs> just his exuberance. Um, oh, so that's good. probably my favorite movie. Yeah. Right. And then favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, you know. This is hard, of course. Okay, yeah, As you is, said, I'm you know, sure. you got to have multiples. Um, yeah. So my favorite classic is The Lion King. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first ones I saw when I was a kid. Absolutely mm-hmm. love it. But probably overall up would be my favorite uh, movie. That's the one I could watch over and over again mm-hmm. and great. love it every mm-hmm. time. Great. Oh, now, Brittany. Okay. So um, first of all, your favorite film and I gave you a little bit of preview of this because you said you have a hard time, you know, choosing those sort of things. So I gave you a little bit of heads up on this. So that's not normally what we do, but I'm hosting. So the rules are mine this week. So, <laughs> so Brittany, what is your favorite film? Well, I appreciate the heads up because I, when somebody says, what's your favorite, I just look like a deer in headlights because I, I, I just love soaking up the world around me and I can't pick just one. Um, so truly my favorite film that I keep going back to, it's, it's, one from the 90s, It's Only You, with Marissa Tomei and Robert. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's that's one of my favorites, too. Absolutely. I'm a romantic. I love shoes. I love travel. It's got, like, it all, right? And, and, like, I had a huge crush on Robert Downey Jr. Even cut my hair like Marissa Tomei in that movie right after. <laughs> so it's, it's obsession level. <laughs> that is okay. Well, obsession level, yeah, you're in the right place. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as I love that film too, it's one of my, one of my favorites. I love that. Okay. Now I'm going to have to watch it, but what's your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, you know, that one. Okay. Well, continuing on with the theme of shoes, um, <laughs> <laughs> Cinderella is like, that is the one that I remember the most vividly as a child. Like I just love that film. Um, I, I just remember all the scenes from it. It like imprinted on my brain and the music and the, it was the true first fairy tale. Um, so yeah, but I love the Toy Story series. You know, you just can't beat that. So. Well, you have them all covered and the, all of these are great. All of these are great choices. And I'm never, I'm glad that you uh, um, share those with us. So let's get to business here. Cause okay. Whew, so getting ready for October 1st, 2021. Like any Walt Disney World trip, generally, it takes a a little bit of extra planning. And especially during our current situation, um, I'll I'll give you mine real quick. Um, Last year in 2020, I had plans to go to Walt Disney World a number of times. In fact, I changed my reservations before my January trip. Um, I changed my reservation 21 times. And part of that, okay, there were some OCD weekends where I'm going, I'm not going, I'm going, I'm not going. But it was 21 times before I finally went. But last year, when I was, when am I going, the October dates became available. And I'm like going, well, I'm going to be there October 1st, 2021, hopefully, but I'm going to have the reservation. So that's what I did. But those were sort of my plans. But let's get to you all. Um, Melissa, you, I mean, you said that you, you know, you're from Canada. So, and you mentioned that you had some, uh, some kind of uh, extra things that you had to be mindful of coming here. But how, when did you decide to come to Walt Disney World for the 50th? 
So I also booked, uh, I think it was the day after they opened, because of course, when they opened here, I mean, I had no idea right now, right at that point, people weren't traveling, we were in like full lockdown. But, you know, with Disney, you can cancel at any point, change right. at any point. So I booked it, and I got that park pass. And I kind of just held on to it and held on to it. Wasn't sure if I was gonna have a vaccine. Wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go, what the regulations were. At one point in Canada, you had to pay to stay in a hotel when you came back in quarantine for three to seven days, depending on how you tested, which was an extra cost. Luckily, a lot of this kind of worked itself out as we got closer and I just kept holding on. So for me, the only extra thing that I had to do prior to flying down was I had to do a COVID test. Um, so it was a bit sketchy online, whether it was PCR or rapid to go to the mm-hmm. United States. So I just did the PCR. I think the rapid probably would have been just as valid, but I wanted to make sure I had what I needed. And that's the big daddy. So that's the one that I booked. Um, and I did that three days before uploaded it when I checked in for my flight and everything was uh, smooth from there. So wow, that was great. That's, well, that's a, com- I mean, I was so impressed <laughs> when you said that you were from Canada, I'm like going, Oh, she is a fan because she is not joking. She is here mm-hmm. at Walt Disney world had to make extra plans and go take mm-hmm. extra steps. And so I was most impressed. I was impressed by pretty much everything you were telling me um, when we were waiting for the Skyliner, <laughs> maybe mostly because we our, our um, visiting styles, our Disney World planning is like very similar early morning, do this, do that, do mm-hmm. that. So I'm like going, I'm like going, she's good because she's just like me <laughs> anyway. So but anyway, so so um, so Brittany, I mean, you had plans for a long time too. What were your plans like? Yeah, so we knew we wanted to be there on the first. And so we actually booked, you can book 499 days in advance of your vacation. So I believe it was May of 2020. uh, We booked our stay and I booked a really long stay because I wanted the flexibility to move the dates up or back depending on school schedules, work schedules, all of that stuff. So the hotel was booked. Um, and then the minute we could get our tickets and our park reservations, we did that. The minute dining opened up, um, I usually create an Excel spreadsheet where I have like all the park hours and all the show and parade times and where I want to dine and it's all color coded. And the park reservation system kind of changed that a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously availability of dining was a little bit slimmer. And so I did it on a piece of poster board and color coded it and could move the post-its around very quickly as oh, I wow. was calling at 6am and going online to make my reservation. <laughs> it was wow. I'm bit, impressed again. Gosh, yeah, it, it was a bit insane, but um, yeah, well, you know, yeah, we were excited. Okay. We knew this was a once in a lifetime thing. So we had to be there. Oh, that is so great. Now, John, I mean, this is kind of, well, this is your world. As they say, Disney World is your world. Um, did that show. Anyway, um, but but so you not only, I mean, I'm sure that you were planning on being there on October 1st, but you were invited to the press events that happened right before. And so that was kind of like a marathon week for you. What was that like? It was crazy. First of all, let me just say that I feel like Brittany gets contacted by Disney when the Genie app comes out because that is impressive what she goes through. Very I'm impressed. I'm impressed at all that. But yeah, yeah they uh, this was September. What is it? The 29th and 30th were the events. Mm-hmm. So they were already 
I was, I knew I was going to be tired, but I knew I was going to be there for the first, whether or not they had the event. I had my reservation for the first, uh, yeah, the 28th of uh, the 29th, I should say started at Epcot it was nice for us where they did us from, they call it. I love this. They make it so official content gathering where they make the content gathering uh, free-flowing, whereas you have these appointments to go to different places, like you go to the back of Test Track and you see Guardians of the Galaxy. But you can still walk up to any of the content gathering locations and get what you need, even if you don't have the appointment. But you're going back and forth between there and the contemporary as as your main hub. Oh, uh-huh. uh, or and then the next day was Magic Kingdom, so that was a lot easier to go back and forth. So yeah, they they did a lot of stuff. My my only regret is they did a lot of stuff then, but not a lot of stuff for the actual first. Yeah, we're probably going to talk a little bit about that because we, you've gotten us to October first. Now, as Brittany said, we had dinner at Boma, and I I probably should have gone right home, you know, to my to my um, room at Pop Century because it was going to be an early morning, and we will be getting into that here very shortly. But <laughs> I had a friend. Okay, so I had um uh my friend Gary um and uh w- w- do you want it? Invited me. He he works at Walt Disney World, and um, he has a wonderful job there. Um, as a cast member. And um, and he said, well, I'm going to go see Harmonious. And I'm like going, well, I haven't seen Gary and I haven't seen Harmonious. And I know it's like right before the the reason that I'm being here, but I'm going to be a trooper. It's going to be okay. And so I went to Harmonious after Boma. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we'll talk about that very shortly. But yeah, so I got to my room 11, 1130, and then woke up at three o'clock without an alarm because I'm, you know, I'm hardwired for this stuff. So, so that was my experience. So now let's, let's move on to October 1st. We were there. So it's about getting there. Now, um, Melissa, we had kind of strategized, you know, so what time are you going to get there? Um, this was, this was so funny because you said, so what time are you going to be there? And I said, oh, I'm thinking 5.30. And then you said, oh yeah, 5.30. And I'm, I mean, 4.30. I'm going to be there 4.30, you know? So it was, it was, it's, I felt as though there was a little bit of a throwdown in a very kind sort of Disney way. But yeah. So how was your night? Did you eat the night before or did you get lots of sleep or what was your, morning like I did try to go to bed early um so I went to Disney Springs that afternoon after we went to Hollywood Studios um and had kind of a late lunch early dinner met up with some friends got some Gideon's cookies which were delicious oh wow yeah so those were really good and then I headed back and I was like I'm gonna go to bed early but then I was I was trying to decide what time to get there you know based on our conversation so I think I set my alarm for 4 a.m. So mm-hmm. I woke up at 4 a.m. and I was trying to get there before five. But I think you texted me at like five, at like 4:45. It was like as I was about to leave, yes. uh-huh. and you said you said there's a whole bunch of people here already, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too late, I'm too late. But luckily you had gotten there, and so I was able to to jump in the line with yes. you, which was great. Well, we but... we made a pact, you know, whoever gets there first, yeah. you know, which that was definitely the throwdown. Oh, you're going to get there early, <laughs> so I'm like, well, anyway, I just 
not really a competition, but I enjoy your, you know, spunk and determination and mine too, because I got there, I got up at three, um, you know, and then since we're kind of telling the story and we stayed at the same resort, we'll, we'll go to me briefly here. Um, yeah, I said, get up, got up at three, got ready, um, got down there, you know, about 4.30, you know, or between 4.30 and 4.45 and then texted you. I'm like going, are you here? Are you here? And when you weren't, I'm like going, ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> I won, but I was, it was not really a competition. Sorry, just kidding. And uh, so I was very happy to save a place for you. We talked to some wonderful people and then the bus came. But, oh my gosh, Brittany, that was not your situation, was it? I mean, we kept, no. we were texting back and forth. So what were, how, how did you get to the magic? Well, I'll back it up by saying we were supposed to stay at Art of Animation um, there were six of us in our travel party. And um, when we moved our dates around, we had like an extra day to cut off and they could not cut off that day. We were going to lose the whole reservation. Oh they were like, nope, it's not available. I'm like, but it's the room we're in. We just don't need the last day. So we ended up moving over to Saratoga like a week before and using DVC points, which was hey, fun. Let's do that. There's more room. Um, but we were in Congress Park. So we were the last second to last bus stop. Oh, wow. We were there an hour and a half. Oh. With no buses. No buses. And oh, like oh. people were walking to the other bus stops and weren't able to get on. Um, had I really thought about it, I would have Ubered, but we would have had to Uber super early because we would have been stuck in traffic. And so we just kind of waited and we kept seeing Epcot buses and Animal Kingdom buses and Hollywood Studios buses. They're an empty, completely empty. So there was almost a mutiny. Yeah. Um, it got pretty tense there for a while. And so we arrived. I didn't know if there was going to be a castle welcome show. They were really ambiguous about what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want to miss the thing. Right. And so a little bit of heartbreak as we like walked under the train station and saw the fireworks. And we're like, oh, oh, we just missed it. Like we just missed it. But they were like, no, you didn't miss anything. It's fine. So they were like, accidental oh, fireworks. They were just kind of, oh really? <laughs> yeah. And they were random. They were kind of going off throughout the day, like startling people yes. that were posing, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, we as it turned out, we didn't miss anything, and we enjoyed the rest of our day. But um, definitely took some extra precautions the next day so we wouldn't miss the early queue for Rise of the Resistance. Good because of that experience. So. Oh sure. Yeah. So we were on property, but John, you were safe at home. How did you get in? How did you get in? And what was that? I mean, uh, there were a lot of people trying to get into the park. So I'm, I'm, I imagine that, you know, parking was was uh, challenging, maybe. It was easy, and I don't know why. Oh, wow. I'm about good. 35 minutes from the Magic Kingdom. I drove in. I didn't see much traffic. It probably was about 5 a.m. when I drove in. And it oh. wasn't bad. I went through the toll booth, you know, the, the guard booth, and sure. I parked. I walked up, and I saw a lot of people. You know, I was with a lot of people walking to the Magic Kingdom. Again, I could not find a cast member that knew anything was happening. And a couple of my friends said, the problem is nothing is happening. We don't understand. There's nothing on the schedule. And I can only imagine they did that because they didn't want to say that they encouraged people to gather because of COVID. Meanwhile, we were all gathered anyway. Yes, right. It doesn't matter. I mean, happily ever after a couple of nights previous gathered us. Enchantment gathers us. So I didn't get it. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was the, was the regular welcome show that you'd see 
at any time, even though it was new. It was new. Yeah, it was new. And it was, and I understand it was, the, oh, now we are. So we're all in the park here, right? Yeah, Melissa. Oh, yeah, Melissa, you, I, I was saving a little place for you, but you found your friends. So, mm-hmm. so, but you're all in the park. So we are all now. Picture it, if you will. It's October 1st. 2021 and the four of us are in the magic kingdom to begin the 50th celebration okay so now what happens <laughs> that's what happened okay so <laughs> there was there was not much i'm like going all these people were here some people you know would go into you know they were going to go ride the rides i'm like going what is this this is the moment this is a moment there's got to be something you know i mean there we were all there as ginger z was doing her little intros to i'm sorry that sounded slightly condescending her wonderful intros for good morning america and and the fab five plus two i don't know well it was they added chip and dale and it was mickey and well it was everyone that you'd expect in their 50th um special costumes which are so cool so we had ginger z and and everyone was kind of back by the by the partner statue no it was any closer because that's where they were doing the filming so 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 the the anticipation so what was that like for you all for the anticipation for what's to come any oh I think because they pulled out the stops the night before they didn't do anything like you know we yeah. saw bob Iger and we saw bob chapik and they rededicated mm-hmm. the magic kingdom i wow. would have expected that the morning of the first you know Christina yeah. Aguilera came out and belted a heart out. I would have expected a little bit of that on the first. Yeah. Yeah. It was still great to be there, though. It was great day. to be there. Um, it would, after it was funny after they did the filming. I don't know if y'all, everyone rushed the stage because something's going to happen. Let's be there for it, you know. And there's and you see the video, you know, see the YouTube videos of this throng. You know, it's like unleash, the, you know, unleash the guests. Whoosh, and we all go toward, you know, the the castle stage, and and we do see the welcome show, and it's the new welcome show. And it's the first time they've done that, you know, for the longest time because of our current situation, and. Uh, and then there was nothing. Nothing. I know. There was nothing and people were just kind of hanging out. So it was it was it was more than slightly anticlimactic. It, especially as someone who was there for the twenty fifth. Oh, I was I'm there sure. October first for the twenty fifth. When I tell you, there was a thousand trombones coming down Main Street and oh, wow. you know, every character and every celebrity in the world was it was just crazy. This was, you know, flyovers of jets and things. This was just wow. very different. Yeah. Well, you know, these are different times, but I was expecting, you know, um, Bob Chapik or Josh D'Amato because they were there. I mean, they were doing press afterwards. Now I have a theory. And again, I tried to keep this a very, since this is my podcast today with the the three of you, I keep things as positive as I can, but I also want to do some truth telling too, or at least our opinions, because our opinions matter because, you know, we are... We are some serious Disney fans. My guess is that they did not have upper management, Bob Chapek, come out and do any sort of greeting because, number one, everything was live streamed. Uh, You know, everyone had their, you know, but there was a moment for perhaps an unfortunate PR experience. Throwing of tomatoes? Well, some booing. I'm thinking some, you know, some booing and some that sort of thing, which would have absolutely been viral. And so I'm thinking that um, 
upper management was scared of the situation because of their decisions that they're making that not everyone is happy with. And there's a lot of people that are not happy with it. And so I think that's rather than having anything, but not even a recorded announcement. Who are we getting now celebrating or just, you know, play. Well, on the, anu- the announcement came, remember? Oh, was it like at noon, though? It was yes. not right then. It was a complete afterthought. I think they heard us all complain. Oh, I said, bet. We yeah. have to give something. So it was a simple announcement that was not pre-done. It was probably done an hour before we heard it. Yep. Well, see, yeah, I don't think I, maybe I was napping then, or I was with, you know, my other friends then. Oh, so anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sounding like Craig. I'm just talking so much. Um, so, um, so there, so what would, what did you all think? You know, so John, you were, you know, you did the, you know, so I was disappointed, but I enjoyed just the energy of being being there there and seeing you and everybody. It was good. Oh, what about you, Melissa? Yeah, I was I was definitely disappointed. I mean, I think for me, being in that crowd was a risk that I took right. because I yes, thought exactly. there was going to be something. Right. And I had my face shield on. I was like yes, ready to go. You saw this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then for it to not be anything, I was like, why did I make that choice? But you didn't well, know, yeah. right? Because you know. you, mm-hmm. I assume they would at least say something. Right. Yeah. That at least happy somebody would come out and say, happy anniversary, like something right. would happen. Something. And we were all just very confused. I was in that rush to the stage. We were yeah. ready, like with my right. group of friends and then nothing. And everyone just stand, stood there afterwards, confused. It was extremely anticlimactic. And we all just kind of, you know, drooped our heads. Maybe it's the and... wrong date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what's that? Everybody else was there too. What's going on? I don't know. And Brittany, no. you said that, where were you during that? Did you rush the stage and all that fun stuff too? Um, we got to kind of that center hub after the craziness and uh-huh. when everybody was starting the disbursement. Yeah. And well, you didn't so, miss anything. Yeah. We were, you know, it reminded me of some of my first trips to Disney before we were like Disney savvy, where mm-hmm. you're kind of looking around, taking it all in and you're like, I, I'm overwhelmed, but I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, but right. I feel like I'm missing out. Um, we're in that like weird Disney-esque world right now where mm-hmm. like those of us who are planners, like I know where I'm going and when, right. and this put me back into kind of taking a step back and, you know, we prepped everybody in our travel party and we said, look, we may only ride two rides all day. It's going to be insane. There's going to be people pressed against us and the lines are going to be crazy and it's going to be hot. Like this is not going to be a typical Disney experience. Well, it wasn't, but it was, it wasn't what we expected. Um, So we just decided, Hey, the wait times are short. We love the rides. Let's just go do the rides and, and just make the most of it and have a really good time. And we did. I mean, obligatory space mountain first, like (laughs) you're not at Disney until you're on a space mountain, you know, (laughs) being silly in front of the camera. Um, So yeah, it was, once we kind of feel, felt like we had missed out and then we didn't know what was next, we just completely switched gears and just said, let's take advantage of the short wait times and have a blast. And we did. Well, that's, again, I'm with three Disney savvy travelers, you know, because you just adjust. It It is fun being here. It is an amazing day and it's going to be a long day and we have, and we have enchantment to see this evening, but we've got to make the most of it. So that's what was, that's, I think the short lines w- was so crazy. I mean, and if, if so, I may real quick, oh, sure. I have to say, um, 
there's been very little spontaneity in our Disney visits in the last couple of years. And I feel like there's not going to be much spontaneity once the, the full capabilities of Disney Plus or Disney Genie and Genie Plus roll out. And so this was like this weird moment in time where we kind of got to do that. And, mm -hmm. you know, even though we were ordering ahead in the mobile app to have our food, we didn't have to have the reservation, you know, and we didn't have to have the fast pass. And then we had the short wait times on top of it. So it was the perfect time to be spontaneous. It was. And not have to plan and be super planning. And that was all thanks to the popcorn people. Oh my gosh. Yes. So that was, yeah, that was kind of my next topic. So when you're walking down main street and I, I mean, it's one of my favorite things, you know, on anniversary days or any, you know, special days when the cast members are along the side of the street with their Mickey gloves on and, you know, they're either saying welcome home and all this every time, you know, I've experienced that at Disneyland. And then hear this, I'm like going, it's hard not just to go, <laughs> I am going to try to keep myself together, but this is a really, you know, important day. And to see all the cast members and they, you can just feel it. I, didn't it, didn't there, wasn't there a feeling in the air really that yes, day? Absolutely. The whole day, you know, especially at the beginning, because I mean, that's my favorite part because of the day anyway, it's because it's about the anticipation of what the day might bring. But so that was good. But yeah, let's get to the shopping. Okay. You mentioned the popcorn buckets, which, you know, we're very thankful that the shoppers were there because it made riding attractions that much easier. But, but there were like huge lines on both sides of the street. There were, uh, there were virtual queues. There were <laughs> throwing babies in the air. There were fights. At the <laughs> I don't know. We heard that there was, you know, there were, um, altercations. There were arrests or, made at me at the, really emporium. at the, wow. emporium, yeah. At the Emporium, because they... Yeah, it was for they, the Starbucks mugs. For the Starbucks this, mugs. That was what it was about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because okay. that wasn't even the exclusive day of merchandise. That was the it's been here for weeks merchandise. Wow. Oh, that's... The lady on the way out when there was a line at the Emporium just said, ladies and gentlemen, the line to get into the Emporium is an hour. Please know that this is an 18-month celebration. <laughs> And nothing is really going to sell out. We will restock. I understand some people are there, you know, just for the day and right. they can't come back. They're flying back right. to mm -hmm. wherever. But for the most people, you can come back within 18 months, probably. Yeah. It was amazing to see that because it went on for hours, for, you know, for hours. And then they went away. And then the next challenge presented guests um, <laughs> at Walt Disney World uh, in the Magic Kingdom on uh, October 1st was um, uh, the ability to eat because now everyone does mobile ordering, but mobile ordering had its big challenges that day, which is so, you know, it's so unfortunate because there are Disney fans that will take, you know, whatever it is, this is ruining my day. Rah, 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 rah. I'm like going, and it would certainly put a dent in it. And if you were up at three or two or five in the morning and you wanted to eat and you couldn't, you know, that's gotta be a little sad too, but did everyone get to eat? Yes. Yes. It was a two hour wait at, uh, for mobile order at, uh, cosmic rays. Yes. Cosmic rays. And Melissa, did you get to eat? So we got, um, the cinnamon rolls from Fire Nooks. So that, had just not a huge line when we got there so that was great it was not one of those huge ones or sorry guest halls um mm -hmm. so we got those and then i actually had a dining reservation so 
So Ooh. at Skipper Canteen, one of my friends had gotten a dining oh, reservation. Sure. So jumped in on that, which was great. Um, but I had done a mobile order for dinner, but I kind of ended up switching my plans later in the day, which we can talk about as we get there. Sure. Um, so I didn't have to kind of fight the crowds. I did have friends who just ended up canceling and walked over to the Contemporary, went to the Contempo Cafe, got food that way. Because same thing, two hours at Columbia Harbor House, two hours at Pecos Bills, even if you had your, uh, you'd already mobile ordered. Right. Yes. And Brittany, did you get to eat there that day? (laughs) We did. We had um, somebody with a severe dairy allergy in our group uh and someone who has a gluten allergy. Mm -hmm. And and then the rest of us didn't care. We just wanted food. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we were very happy with the mobile ordering. We knew to do it early. Um. So we ate at Pinocchio's Village House. Uh huh. Wow. Well, good. So, and and John, did you get to eat? Yeah. Well, I told you. Oh, Cosmic that's right. Grace, yeah, but Cosmic I did have Grace dinner also at Skipper Canteen. Some friends had a reservation. Mm-hmm. Melissa, what time were you there? <laughs> I was there at eleven thirty. So I was doing the oh, okay. lunch hour. Okay. Which yeah, is I perfect. Was yeah, I was there that for dinner. Good. I was going to say I love that. Sat next to each other. Yeah. And and Skipper Canteen generally is a is a restaurant is a full-service restaurant in the Magic Kingdom that is a lot of times not too difficult to get a advanced dining reservation for, which is a good thing because it's great. I love it tasting. It's, it's it, fantastic. It tastes like chicken it's because great. it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Me too. Great. That's what I got. <laughs> and the Congolouche dessert. Well, that was good. Mm. Yeah, that was when, you know, when the meal plan was here. And I'm like, going, okay, I'll have dessert. <laughs> so, but uh, what did I have? Well, kind of. You know, yes, so it was Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, but it was also a reunion for cast members, for entertainment cast members. And I was not in the, because there was 10, the group that I was um, visiting with was 10 Centennial. So this was the 40th anniversary of 10 Centennial, and everyone looked great. So, um, you know, so I performed in Walt Disney World is Your World at the Tomorrowland stage years after the 10 Centennial. But so they brought me into their group because my friend Cindy said, you know, and she, Cindy is super cool. And if, you know, and if anyone asked me, I'm like, going, you didn't do 10 Centennial. I'm like going, Cindy has grandfathered me in and Cindy is cool. And they would have just gone, oh, okay. They really would because she is that cool. So, um, so I met up with them at you know, like kind of noonish and spent so much time with them. And it was fun because it was like we were in our home park where we, you know, did late night rehearsals and parades and shows. And, and we was just, it was just so fun to see so many people again. And so I spent a lot of that day with that, like the majority of that day. So, and so my dining experience was, you know, we saw all of the mobile ordering issue going on and, um, we ate at the Tortuga Tavern across from uh, parts of the Caribbean, and there was no, uh, I mean, because it's kind of open up at during different times of the day during like lunch hours and that sort of thing. So there was no, um, there was no mobile ordering there. So we were, we, we were a group that got to eat there, and that was a really good thing. So we, I'm glad to see that we all ate that day. So that was good. Um, the other thing, oh, but but that day before I met up with my friends, I met in person John, Big Fan Panda, 
for the first time in real life. And okay, so- he was there with his people. And they were just, you know, and, and the love was there. And I, it was so cool to see you and meet you in person. That was fun. Thank you. I was, and I, then I had to go, which was in, entirely sad. But I'm no, like, okay. I'm meeting up with my friends. I, you know, here. I got to say, though, I was overwhelmed because I've never had a meetup. And I just decided to have one because I didn't mm-hmm. want to let anybody down who said, hey, let's meet. And I, right. and I couldn't. But then when I saw, I was seeing so many people so quick and finding out who they were. You, I know, but when I saw you with the mask on, it took me maybe four seconds to go, Brett. Yes, and I was and my so excited. To... I was then yes, disguise, that's right. So. <laughs> I was so excited. Thank you. So I was so excited you. to see you. Yeah. Yes, and you said you're staying to go to to ride. Uh... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put that pressure on. No, you. no, no, because they were everyone was going to. Um, the carousel of progress and sing. And I'm like going, it's, well, it's, that was my, I mean, my heart is in uh, uh, the carousel of progress because it was the first attraction that my parents and I went on at Disneyland in 1927. And, um, and so it has, you know, so to sing with you, that'd be great. But I'm like going, I haven't seen my friends for a long time. So I, I felt so bad, but I'm like going, but I left you the best and I met my friends. I'll show you a video someone took. We did wind up about 45 people singing Carousel of Progress loud, loud as we turned. It was fun. That is great. Now, see, those are like those special things that wouldn't may not happen every day, but on the anniversary. So did you notice any the three, you know, the three of you, did you notice any spontaneous extra things that day? Brittany, why don't we go to you first? What was what was the atmosphere like? That day we talked about kind of this feeling in the air, but what was your experience like throughout the day? Um, you know, it was really neat because one of the people in our travel party had not been in quite a few years. And when she was last there, she had her 18 month old with her. So she didn't really get to experience Disney at all. She kind of set out while everybody else enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And so similar to what you were saying with Melissa on Rise of Resistance, getting to see Disney through the eyes of somebody who's there for the first time, sort of, um, was really magical. Her enthusiasm was super contagious. Um, and just that like giddiness that we all get, like it was 10 times for her. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And just, you know, the ambiance was very celebratory. It felt kind of like Disney's post COVID coming out party. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we were there last year during COVID and it just seemed really muted. Mm -hmm. It's like the colors weren't as bright. The sugar wasn't as sweet. It was still Disney and it was wonderful, but it was kind of somber and so to get to come and feel the frenetic energy, sometimes the violent energy <laughs> or anticipation mm-hmm. um, was really cool. That's um, good. It, you yeah. know, Brittany, it did feel like a change in the air that day. It did. Mm-hmm. Something, ch- something switched. A switch went on. Yeah. It's like we're back. Yeah. We're moving forward. We're going to party. We made it through. We're stronger than ever. And I feel like it's just that was just the start and it's just going to grow and blossom from there. And I can't I wait to see what, what rolls out over the next 18 months with the live entertainment and, you know, the street performers. It's, I'm just really excited. Me too. Yeah. And, and Melissa, what was your day like? You know, I mean, you, you went through a lot to be there. So I'm hoping that, that there was some extra special magic in the air for you too. Yeah, I think for me, so part of the reason I came was I had made a group of friends through an online Disney group, sort of over COVID, we kind of created the group right at the beginning. And we'd gotten really close through Zoom, mostly during that time. And so 
for me, it became a lot more about being with those people. So this was kind of the first day where I got to meet a lot of them. We would even like run into each other, which the number of people in the park was crazy and like trying to recognize people. Nobody knew who I was because I was wearing a mask. I had to keep taking it off, but (laughs) I could recognize everybody else. And so it became a lot more about that and just being able to do things with them and, and be flexible. And like Brittany said, I think we were kind of in this nice point of where it didn't really matter if you had plans or you didn't have plans because you could be spontaneous, which being with a group of people who had kind of come together for the first time in person, that was great. We were able to kind of hang out and do different things together. So I think that was the magic on that day for me, um, more than whatever Disney was doing at that time. I I think that that was true for me too, because I was with friends that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of Brittany, I'm kind of like you and, you know, I do this and I do this and I do this. And actually I'm like, I go to the parks early. I kind of do everything I want to do. And then I leave, you know, kind of, kind of early, which that might be um, upsetting to some, but Hey, that's the way I, that's the way I roll. I get there early. I do, I check everything off that I want to do that day. And then I go back and sleep when, (laughs) Cause I need a nap. Um, but you know, I'd spent a lot of the day with my friends and that kind of moves on to, um, our evening entertainment because, you know, as the day goes on, you know, we're writing things that we're just astonished that there are no lines. You know, we did get to eat. Apparently everyone got to eat. So that's good. So we are nourished and having a good time. And let's see, for me, you know, I was with some people that I knew and some people that I didn't know. Um, I saw, oh, John. So I saw a lot of social media people around and yeah, I was, I was doing a little work here for beyond the mouse here and there anyway. So I was starstruck all day, but, uh, but yeah, so I was with these friends and we were just, and I kind of, for someone who I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then I'm going back to my room. Well, this day I'm no, I'm going to be here the whole day and I'm with my friends and well, it became evening and it was going to be time because I knew that there were, I knew that since um, Enchantment was new and I had been a couple of nights before to the final night of Happily Ever After, I knew these people are serious and I know my Disney people and, you know, people are going to get there early to to wait when i was at disneyland's 60th anniversary we got when and we did an i did an overnight and we got in at like four o'clock in the morning and but you know when the park actually opened at six there were people lining on lining up on main street to sit down to watch the paint the night parade that was nine o'clock at night so they were there for 12 hours and i'm like going so i knew that people never underestimate a disney fan so i so there were so i was with my group we were kind of being casual i was with some friends we had a dole whip you know which us you know love them and then we're kind of going i'm kind of going you know maybe by 6 6 30 we should maybe want to go to main street and they kind of unknowingly because you know they're fans but they're you know they're at a different level than i am and uh, and they, oh, you don't have to do that why do you have to do that and i'm like going well i'm with your friends my friends i'm like going it's a low-key day i'm going to spend the time with them i can see this another time and all this well then it came time well hey let's go <laughs> see let's go get in line and uh so we get to main street and they and main street like you know uh main street towards town square 
is full. And so there's plenty of people around the hub and all this. And the thing is, you don't want to like, you know, stand in front of anyone else who's been there for five hours because then it be could be a repeat of the Main Street experience or excuse me, the Emporium experience. But everyone was chill. I mean, there were lots of people there during a pandemic situation and I was masked and uh, but we got there. Oh, yeah. One of my friends. Um, said, um, I, I have to apologize because I really didn't think that you were serious. <laughs> and I'm like, going, oh, yeah. Well, that was my experience. So so who all hung out? John, did you go? You had experienced. I didn't uh, see it on the first. I saw it yes. the night prior. Yeah. So so you so you had experienced the park. Did you did you head home? Or were on you on the first I had home about first. six. 6 p.m. Yes, that's still that was I mean, bravo for you because you had had the marathon before and you got to see your people. So that. okay. so now for the really people, you know, for the the three of us who, you know, had excuse me, we're not at the media event. And uh, so what was your experience like? So, um, Brittany, why don't we go to you first? So So what was your day like after you ate? And yeah, so this was the first time ever in our history of visiting Disney that we took a break in the middle of the day. Oh, uh-huh. uh, we had gotten to write everything. You know, there were no parades to see. We had seen the cavalcades. We were tired. So we went home and then came back um, around dinner time, I suppose. And when we left the park at like three o'clock, there were already people laying on blankets under umbrellas, like yeah. all up against the castle, all around the hub. Like I thought people were in line with, for photos. Oh no, they were camping out for fireworks in full sun. Um, all up and down Main Street. And then at the very end of Main Street by the train terminal, there were already some bloggers set up for some really good shots. Um, I was like, man, who would do that? I'm like, you know what? These people, this is their job. They're, mm-hmm. Of course, I would do that. I would camp mm-hmm. out all day if I you know, wasn't here as a visitor. If this was my work, of course I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so kudos to them because we love watching their content on YouTube, oh, but sure. I don't have the patience to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got really lucky. So when we came back to the park, um, the, I don't remember the name of the shop, the 1971 shop on the right side of the street that had oh, that right. huge line. Mm-hmm. There was no line. We walked oh, right in. I got all my cool stickers from my oh, wow. class and I got this shirt. Like I got that back. shirt too. Yes. Not that day though, but yeah. Yeah. I was really surprised. So we did some shopping and then we did some rides and then we kind of, where the spoke goes into Tomorrowland, yes. we were like, this will be a good place. So we're kind of like walking through the crowd and we found a spot to stand. Well, as it turned out, where we were standing was actually a walkway, but the cast members had given up on walkways. <laughs> yeah, they had. Like, it was um, just self-governance at that <laughs> point. They And nobody was rude or anything. They just no. were like, well, this is, this is a lost you know, cause. Yeah. And so we ended up, really kind of because of broken rules, um, getting to kind of sneak in right where the Space Mountain hub meets with the the circular part. Um, mm-hmm. So we could see the whole castle, the whole yeah. thing. We, and Tinkerbell went right overhead. Yeah. So we got really lucky. But we were there, I think we got in our spot at 8 p.m. So we, oh, wow. we sat down. Uh, there were a lot of people like, oh, we have friends over there. We just went to use the bathroom. Let us get through. And it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but if and we're breaking the did. rules, they can break the rules. We gave right. them a bit of the doubt yeah. and ended up with a really great spot. But COVID social distancing at that point was out the window. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And actually, I think we were, I mean, we must have been just a little bit in, in front of you. And yeah. so I was in a group of five, two of us, my friend Don Pugh, hi Don Pugh, um, saw the popcorn. Is that popcorn over there? So she went towards popcorn and I'm like going, I'll go, I'll go with you too. So we went over there, got the popcorn and some other, oh, we got a strawberry bar. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the strawberry bar. And, uh, and came back and we kind of know, well, where are we? Yeah. With any, and then, so we tried to get back where we were, excuse us, excuse us. And then we finally, we were kind of your situation. This is where we're going to be. Um, the water that was for Gary, um, he'll have to wait for. Um, but yeah, so we just kind of got stuck and it was, it was a great place to watch because it was right in, you know, the castle. It was great. So, so that was our experience. I went back to me again. Sorry. So. Um, so, so John, you're at home and, um, and Brittany, you had a nap and came back and got a great place. So let's go to Melissa. Yeah. So I did kind of like you guys had lunch, rode some rides, did a little bit of shopping. And then my friends who had left to go back to the contemporary, I was texting with them and they were just relaxing. And this was, I think my second full day and wearing the mask the whole time. I just felt like I needed to go somewhere where I could take it off. And I wasn't finding that at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So, because it was hard. Anytime I found a spot, people like in the shade, people would come over. So what I did was I, I decided to walk over to the Contemporary and meet up with them. Mm-hmm. So I did that, went over to my friend's room. And that's when I saw the video on Twitter of everybody rushing the stage. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. Because we had been kind of at the front. It was very easy to ignore the fact that there, there were, you know, thousands of people behind us. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, and I'd seen the people camping out, like Brittany mentioned. And I was like, I cannot go back there. <laughs> I oh. just kind of knew at that point that going back and standing in that crowd for enchantment was not right was not my right choice. I was going to be at the Magic Kingdom. I was going to be able to see it like three other times. So I wasn't worried about getting to see it. I just knew that that night was not my best night. So as a group, actually all my friends, we all decided not to stay. So it was kind of like one person said it and then everyone was like, okay, yeah, we're all out. This is too much for us because we're all kind of of that same mindset. So what we did was we went to Disney Springs for dinner. We got a last minute reservation at One Bar George, which was great. Had some food, did a little bit of shopping there where it was less chaotic. I bet. And then we came back and watched it from my friend's room at the Contemporary because she had a third room. Wow. So that is great. Got some wine. It was very, you know, classy. Nobody was crowding us. It was great. (laughs) So that was my first experience. And what a great view. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a wonderful view from the contemporary. Wow. So now there are two of us, diehards (laughs) in the magic kingdom. So we experienced, let's okay, let's move to that. What's new for the 50th? Well, since Mm -hmm. we're here, John had seen it the night before. Um, Melissa is watching it from the castle, and Brittany and I are really close to each other, watching it uh, on in the in the hub, um, but in wonderful view of the castle. So let's let's talk a little bit about enchantment, John. Since you saw it first, <laughs> it's only fair that you go first. Let me start off by saying I do not think it's as good as Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. That being said, it was very magical for me. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is I had, a, you know, the night of the media event, I was really, really blessed to have this front center spot that they gave me looking at the stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm just overwhelmed with emotion and being there for the 25th and looking up at the castle, saying I'm going to be there for the 50th and being there for the 50th. And I think it's Angela Bassett's voice <gasps> telling Absolutely. me 
that the magic is in me and the the whole overwhelming arc is, you know, you are where you are supposed to be. It got me. I was mm-hmm. not able to see any of the projections on Main Street because of where I was, right. but it was still magical. But I realized it didn't hit the crescendo for me, especially when Tinkerbell comes out, that buildup mm-hmm. that Happily Ever After does. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping in the future there's a Happily Ever After 2.0 that adds projections on Main Street. Okay. Okay. But I still liked it, and I would watch it again. And that Angela yeah. Bassett, oh, she gets me. Angela Bassett, yeah, I. It's she is the magic. I mean, the magic is in us, but she is the magic. I just listened to it again because I'm. I kind of collect the audio soundtracks that are so do I <clears throat> available so do I. on YouTube. Um, download them, so put them in my car, so and I have a playlist. And yeah, so I listen. I've listened to those again, and I think that it allows me to relive the moment but also to hear the music and kind of get into it more but okay so let's see so melissa so were you able to you're not able to hear anything there but you're able to see some things well yeah so that was yeah good. So what was that like watching it from a distance and then yeah whenever you did get to mm-hmm. see it what were your thoughts yeah so i got to see it um actually four times I saw Hello. it from the contemporary. I saw it from a Polynesian bungalow where they do pipe in the music. So it was a different oh, experience. Good. And then I saw it in front and behind the castle. <laughs> so between the four. Overachiever. I know, right? So just, another just, reason uh, to be impressed by you, Melissa, yeah. honestly. <laughs> well, if I'm going to be there, right, you got to maximize your time. So yes. uh, I would say I agree with what uh, John was saying. It, to me, the storyline didn't hit quite the same as Happily Ever After. I loved all the music. I'm a big Moana fan. There was definitely a lot of Moana in there. Um, but for me, it was watching it with the people that I watched it with. Like, I think, like, I, I can feel, like, the tingles down my spine right now thinking about it mm-hmm. because I watched it with, like, that group of friends. Aww. And the first time, you know, I had never watched the fireworks from the contemporary. I'd never even been in the rooms of the contemporary. So that was so cool mm-hmm. to see it that way. Same thing at the Polynesian, getting to see it there was a completely different experience. And then we saw it kind of from the plaza viewing area. We grabbed a table there, which was a great spot. Um, So between the three, just, you know, being with the people made it really special. And I liked the message that, you know, we are the magic part. I liked the new song, but overall, I, I preferred Happily Ever After as a story. But this will always be special because it was yeah. the 50th and I was there with those people. Okay, Brittany, you were kind of like right behind me there. What was what was your experience like? And did you get to see it again? Or was that, was that what was we your did. experience? So we went back a second time and watched it from behind the castle, like right by the carousel. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we watched it the first time, my husband had gotten separated from the group and did not want to fight back through. So he right. spent the night of the first walking back behind where like everything was a ghost town. Oh, wow. like all the cast members had come out of the shops and off the rides and they're all just talking. And like, it was like the whole place was abandoned while wow. the entirety of the park was in front of the castle. Mm-hmm. So he had kind of a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, so it was nice for us to kind of get to recreate that as a couple, especially when we'd been part of a group for he and I to just be able to break off on our own and then go have our behind the castle experience. Mm-hmm. It was romantic having the yeah. glass overhead. Um, so I am a fireworks purist. Um, <laughs> I, I love wishes. Um, I remember like I, the wishes soundtrack, I still have the whole thing memorized. I can sing it all off the cuff. And that was when it was about the fireworks. It was about the music and it was about the fireworks. And when they rolled out happily ever after and have continued with enchantment, 
is all of the stuff that they can do with the projections and the lasers and the lighting. And for me, it's like, I don't know where to look. It's, it's ADHD and I don't even have it. Um, and I feel like I spend so much time trying to follow the storyline that's being chased and projected all over the castle. And the songs are splicing so quickly that I miss the magic and the awe and the wonder of the fireworks. And so while I appreciate what they're doing with the technology, for me, it's like going to a laser light show. I need to kind of just like cloud my focus a little bit so it doesn't overwhelm me and just focus on, on the, the pyrotechnics. Um, so I liked it. I, I liked the music. I liked the, the original song. Um, I liked the message that it carried. And it, I'm, the only time I ever emote is in public is during fireworks ever oh, uh -huh. <laughs> or on stage if I have to do it for the right. character mm -hmm. and so of course you know you get emotional and and again having the fireworks back after the hiatus because that like the street performers and the fireworks being gone were what I thought took the sparkle away from Disney being Disney and so to be able to be there on the first in what felt like the first official night of fireworks for this show felt really really special and I I was really grateful to get to close out our experience with that. Oh, that is great. That is great. I think, you know, as far as the, the show, well, I'm a big fan of projections. That's kind of, I'm loving that. So I'm, <laughs> and I, it takes multiple views, you know, because it is, there's so much going, so much going on. But I think, you know, now that I've listened to the soundtrack, I think something that I think is, is missing for me is, um, so we have, uh, we have instrumental versions of songs we all know, but I think sometimes it's the lyrics that are missing that, you know, like Happily Ever After does have. And I think that people want to sing along or I think that they knew that if they can weave a story that includes that, I think that that is something that is a little missing in this. I mean, I love the orchestrations and all, but I think I miss some of the... Um, I guess the old school songs, you know, when you wish upon a star and some of that, cause you know, that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a legacy. If you have legacy souvenirs, you should have legacy songs in your fireworks, you know? So, so anyway, so that, you know, that is like the only kind of, um, uh, I guess thing that was, it, it, it didn't, it didn't make me cry. Um, it made me feel good and it made me feel good to be there. And Angela Bassett, as you said, I'm like going her, it, it, she, it, it is magic. I just love that. So, so that's kind of our experience there. Well, let's move on to some other things that were new for the 50th. Um, the next was Remy's Ratatouille adventure. And it was supposed to open on October 1st. In fact, John, we, we had had plans to be on there on the second. And you said, don't you ride that until, and I'm like, going, I didn't, but I, you know, you're an annual pass member and all of that. And so I gave you, I get, well, I didn't give you permission, but I just said, don't feel bad that we are Thank not you. Have a good night, the everyone. first time, you know, so I'm like, so I just kind of, because I knew that you were going to do it. So I'm like, going, well, might as well give him permission. You have my blessing. Go on Ratatouille's, Remy's Ratatouille adventure whenever you can. And, you know, so anyway, so, but, so what was that like for you all? And I'll fill, I'll finish up here. I will be the, I will be the host, the kind host and let you all go first. So we'll kind of go in order of appearance. So I'm sure John, you saw it first. So what was it like for you? 
I really loved it. I thought, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I think I knew what to expect. I think it's a perfect addition to France. I think it's a great little adventure. It's not the most amazing attraction in the world. I do think there's a lot that people miss. They, they're busy looking at the screen. And if you don't look left, right, up and down, you do miss a lot of the physical practical effects that to huh. me make it very engaging. Mm-hmm. And I love the whole uh, freezer section the best, but yeah, I liked it a lot. I think it's perfect. Great. And Brittany? I loved it. I That's one of my favorite movies. And, oh, sure. Yes. Me too. You know, they just brought every part of the movie to life. And, you know, you felt like you were, I think that's when you get to feel like a little kid or you get to feel little in this big, big world, that's something really cool. And um, yeah, it was just magical. And, yeah. and absolutely, John, you are correct. There were things that I was like, oh my gosh. And then it was gone or, oh my goodness. So Definitely one of those rides that I will ride again and again and again and see new things every time. Yep. But well done. I love the autonomous vehicles. They really get the concept and run with it. And they they could have fallen into the pitfall of having similarities between the rides that use those. And they are so completely different. I agree 100%. That's great. So, so Melissa, so what was your, did you get to ride Remy's Ratatouille Mm -hmm. Adventure? Yeah, I did. I thought it was really cute. I love Ratatouille as well. It's one of my favorite movies. And I really liked, I liked the freezer scene. But yeah, that, that was my favorite part with all the giant foods and going through there. And I thought it was really cute. So I liked the whole area. We did the, the creperie afterwards uh-huh. and did like the three courts uh, prefix oh, menu, wow. mm-hmm. which was really great. And the fountain. And I, I just think it's like a really neat little area that they've added in there. So I like the whole ambiance of the of the experience i do too i do too i uh I, and i've got to ask okay this is a question um i have no sense of smell so i say i don't live in the smelling world so you know i it's like i guess soren and so many other attractions have and you know spaceship earth i'm sorry oh spaceship earth is it is all about the senses too and some people have candle companies that sort of you know we'll talk about that anyway i i see i need an i need a, a, a smelling interpreter so when when i was in ratatouille's remy's ratatouille adventure i'm like going i, I wonder are there smells there yes are there yes the only one i remember is at the very end it is the strongest smell of fresh bread and oh, it really? is intensely delicious I mean, wow. it is the best fresh bread. Did you guys get it? Brittany and Melissa, did yeah, you get the I, bread? I remember being so overwhelmed by all my other senses that I mm-hmm. don't remember the sense from that. But in general, I feel like Disney dialed up the concentration of all their scents and smells in all the rides. Like I felt mm-hmm. like the rum and Pirates of the Caribbean was stronger this time than I ever recalled it. And oh my God, hold on. I've never smelled rum and pirates of the Caribbean. Me really. neither. Wow. Oh, yeah. And, well, maybe it was my breath. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to check for that. That's probably yeah, wow. In the scene where the guy is passed out with the little piggies <gasps> and you're going under the bridge, it is so strong. And like, I just, I smelled new things, several new scents in pirates. And then obviously Soren has all the scents. Um, but I really feel like they dialed up their, their centometer, um, right. maybe because of COVID. <laughs> They're like giving it back. Uh, yeah, I'm like going, some horse, of these people wanted... don't smell as well as they used to. And I'm yeah, like, well, notice new layers with that this time, but not in oh. Remy. So I'll have to 
I'll have to. Yeah, at the at the end scene, that. you'll get the bread. But I don't, uh, I didn't get it till I didn't realize it. Like you, I was overwhelmed until the second time I wrote it. Huh. Yep. And Melissa, any be my nose. So. <laughs> Did you experience I any? didn't get too many okay. of the sense, but I was wearing a KN95 mask. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. I needed the smells to be dialed up <laughs> for sure Maybe to that's be able why to they get did them. It. Yeah. So I did. I got them on Soren and I got them on Spaceship Earth. I've never smelled the rum in Pirates, though. So that's a new one. But And, uh, and is, um, let's see, uh, Flights of Passage, are there smells oh, yeah. there too? Yes. Yeah, okay. there were. Wow. See, I don't live in back. that world. I'm sorry? The liquids were back. So that was oh, one yeah. thing that went away. I feel right. like the scents yes. went away and the liquids experiences yep. that are the mist yep. and things were all misty on splash. COVID, I and it's all that. back. Yeah. Yep. Well, great. Well, thank you. And thank you for being my nose is uh, there. So I, I, it's a whole new world for me. See, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. So, so, oh, let's move on to the next new entertainment for uh, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Um, since we're in France, let's stay for Harmonious. So uh, again, so so John, when did you see Harmonious? Did you I saw, saw it? Yeah, you the twenty nine. Here, I'm going to get killed by a few people. I love the music to Illuminations, but I did. I am bored to death of Illuminations. Um, of Illuminations? Oh, yes. the old show. Yes, okay. when that yes. little globe comes in with the few pixels that it has, I am I just bored for 15 minutes. Yep. So I am thrilled with the machinery that I see in the lake, the, this octopus of arms that is creating fireworks and fountains and these beautiful crystal clear images. That being said, Disney, who is always about story, 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 I feel kind of didn't weave me a really great story as much as they wanted to show, you know, IPs cultural from each country, which I love. I think they could do more to bring it together in story and give us more of the great music that they created for harmonious. They just don't use it a lot or give it to us enough. So I think because of the, this machine, they can repair everything that I think is wrong with it. I just feel that they can, you know, tweak the images, tweak the music, tweak the show, but I love what we've got as far as the technology for it. Good. No, I saw it on the 30th. I, and we'll go in order, that order. So I'll go next. I'm being a bad host. I was next, but we're going chronologically. So there is some um, method to this madness, which is my world. Okay. So, um, so I went on the 30th again, you know, the night before the, the you know, the big uh, anniversary. And I kind of watched it from, uh, I was by Canada. I was closer to the center, watching it kind of from the front. And I, what, how did I explain it? I said, I thought it was an interesting artistic interpretation of music with kinetic sculpture, fireworks, fountains, uh, projections. And uh, I, I found it very interesting. Now that is a little non-committal, honestly, but I, I'm, I spin things in a positive way, but I, I liked it. I like, well, any, and any show that ends with, uh, someday from Hunchback of Notre Dame theater piece, I got to love. And, uh, and, and Brittany, you would love it. You would love it too, because it was a Nathan song. And that's a, a good friend of ours that unfortunately passed way too young, but it was a very, 
important song for him and he loved that. So that was a little shout out from Nathan, which I certainly appreciated. So, um, so that, but then like when I was, I'm like, going, I got to get out of here because I got to go to bed. <laughs> so, so I'm traveling with my friends because they were staying at the Caribbean. So I'm traveling away and I'm, you know, there's still some projections and some um, more music going on and I'm seeing it from the United Kingdom. And I'm like going, well, that it sort of took my breath away. I'm like going, well, that's a different angle. I think I really want to see it from here. So I think I have to do the dinner thing. You know, I've never had dinner at Rose and Crown Pub ever. I did a commercial there once for World Fest. It was 1927. But um, but I, I want to see it from there because I'm because all of this artistic kinetic energy and movement and sculpture and all this, I want to see it from there. But so I'm looking forward to seeing it again. And also I like listening to it again because, um, you know, all of the, um, all the Coco songs, I mean, that was a, that was a, a, a fan favorite and some of the others. So that was my experience. I can't wait to see it again. And I'm, and I'll watch it from Rose and Crown Pub, hopefully. Yeah. So, so Melissa, why don't we go to, you, what day did you see it? I'm like, oh, I'm doing it chronologically, so I'm kind of taking a guess here. Um, I saw but... it on the second. Okay. And Brittany, when did you see it? So we were supposed to see it on the second, but we dined our way around the world and were completely food drunk and weird. <laughs> <laughs> and um, four of us in the party left before it happened, but I had great reports from the people who saw it. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so we were you have... You we have yet to, to see go back. It. Okay. Yes. And we were going to go back and see it on Monday night, but we went back to Magic Kingdom instead. And so I'll have to see it at some point during okay. the year. And it sounds like I might have to see it from several vantage points to really appreciate so. it. Yep. So, okay. So Melissa, um, where did you see it from and what did you think? So I saw it right by the Canada booth. So there's oh, kind of one of those spaces where it does the little like loop out and they have some standing tables. And so we got there, I think maybe two hours, two and a half hours early, kind of just set oh, up wow. like a home base there for a group mm -hmm. of friends. Uh, went and got beers and brought them back and food and all that good stuff. So my friends had seen it on the 30th as well from a similar spot that they said. So they said that was a good spot. And it was. You could see all of the arms, the tentacles moving. You could see the middle, this big circle, sort of middle barge and the side barges. And I thought it was really pretty. It reminded me a little bit of like World of Color from Disneyland mm -hmm. with the projections on the water and mm -hmm. the, all the music and that kind of thing. So which I really liked. Um, um, and I liked the way that they did, like all the different countries represented through the lyrics of the songs and doing them in the different languages. I thought that was really cool. So I really liked it. I think of the, the I've seen the last three shows. It was probably my favorite. Um, don't necessarily love the barges during the day being there. Right, Wish they could yeah. wheel them in and out, but I get it. Yeah. So I, I would definitely see it. I thought it was cool. really, really pretty and just a great show. Good, good. And lots of fireworks too, which was nice. Yeah, lots. See there, see there, Brittany. You can go. You can get your fireworks fix at Epcot sometime, sometime mm -hmm. soon. That yeah. would be good. And my my son stayed behind and watched it, and he oh, uh -huh. said it was by far the most impressive fireworks display he had ever seen at Disney. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, hey. So there's another fan and another opinion, and so that's really good news. So, John, I have to agree with you that illuminations. You know, some people say, "Where's illuminations?" You know, they they need to let go. They need to go 
to, you know, they need to go to what was Maelstrom and there's people that are missing Maelstrom, you know, they need to go, they need to hear Elsa sing, let it go. And they just need to, I think. Um, but anyway, so those are my thoughts too. I'm like going, let's see what's new. And the other thing is about any of these entertainments about enchantment or harmonious. I was thinking as, you know, as I was making my way to the Disney Skyliner, trying to get some sleep. I'm like going, can, ima can you imagine the task? I'm going to create the new entertainment. I, I work at Imagineering in my dreams. I work at Imagineering and I'm going to create the new entertainment that is going to replace such and such. And, and everyone who comes to Walt Disney World has to love this. That would be a very daunting task. And I can't imagine you know, even, even starting that. So you kind of, uh, but I, what I especially liked about harmonious is that it was very much an inter it was artistic interpretation. I think it was kind of elevated. It was kind of, and I'm like going, I didn't get all of it. And I don't think, and, and, you know, with, with real, you know, sort of elevated art, not everyone's going to get it and everyone's going to, and it is open to interpretation. And yes, we have the songs that we're familiar with, but as far as the, the way the art is created is, uh, is, is you know, is um, subjective. People are going to like it and people are not going to like it. And I was just open to it and I can't wait to see it again, but okay. You know what I, what I think Brett is a really big thing is we have emotional connections to these shows. Mm -hmm. Like Melissa said, she saw it with her friends. So mm -hmm. enchantment now holds a little special place for her because she, the magic is in you. You have, right. you saw it with friends. That's how you remember it. You open up a new show. Now you don't have, Oh, I watched this with my daughter, my right. son, my mm -hmm. kids. It's different. You have to build the memories now on that. Not to say that they don't, have anything to do with the show right. itself right. but it's an emotional attachment there's no exactly. other way to say it that's a very good point thank you for that you know but that's very good okay so let's see well so back to you john so john this is an 18 month celebration and you were at the press events and you said something about um galaxy gardens guardians of the galaxy so what is coming in the 18 month celebration <sighs> Okay, well, let's see. For Magic Kingdom, we know Tron should be opening within the 18-month celebration. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to... I'm not a Tron fan at all, the movies, but the coaster looks great to me. I love that it doesn't do loops and twists. I just want to glide and enjoy it. So that looks great to me. Mm -hmm. uh, Epcot, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. What I loved was we were all thinking, how are they going to fit this into the park? Like, How are you really saying that Guardians fits into Epcot? But they did. They said, listen to this. Z the Xandar Pavilion will be, the that's their planet's pavilion. The Xandar people, just like the countries, wanted to have a pavilion at Epcot. <laughs> what a, gr okay, I'm totally sold and I got it. It's the yep. easiest thing to accept now. Oh, and of wow. course, something goes wrong and they need your help, blah, blah, blah. So that's good. Uh, there's supposed to be 150 different food items property wide. Wow. The beacons of light. I'm sure you guys saw the, the ball light up. We know about the castle. I haven't seen Tower of Terror yet, nor have I seen the tree, which I heard was just brief. Uh, I don't think there's too many things over at Animal, uh, Animal Kingdom that I can think of. The kite. But, uh, kite tails. The I saw kite tails. What would you think of that? I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah. It's very okay. cute. Oh, it's good. very cute. It's hotter than the surface of the sun sitting out there. 
but I thought the kites were really sweet. That's and good. the ones that are not the giant characters are very cool. The way that they manipulate them and have them do like all these kind of tricks in the air. So I think like, especially if, if you have kids, I think it's worth seeing. I thought it, it was really sweet. Online. It is good. It, yeah. The people online just want to rip it apart. I but know, I but I thought sweet. it was sweet. See, I, I, you know, they're... and they're supposed to crash land. So we sat near the crash landing okay. space and they're supposed to do that. Okay. But yeah. It is kind of funny when they land. It Baloo just crushing his face on the stairs. Yeah. People are like, ah. Yeah. Been there, done that. Um, I think, you know, well, yeah, there is this certain Disney con- fan contingency that, you know, is all up for a fail and is certainly going to tell you about it. I, In fact, when I was um, on the anniversary date, I happened to see um, uh, a, a YouTube vlogger that I follow uh, was coming out of was coming out of Pecos Bills going, well, I waited two and a half hours for this. I'm like going, okay, you're just creating content and controversy. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, well, it's good to know. I'm like going that the kites are, are fun and, and worthwhile. I can't wait to see it. I can't, I haven't seen all of the Binkins of Light because I was spending all my time with my friends because that was a three-day event. We were in the parks and then we, I did something on Saturday night and then did something on Sunday afternoon. So I've got to go experience this this anniversary. I've, I feel like I've only started, you know, taking a little, my dip my toe into the 50th celebration. So, well, so why don't we go to our, all of us? Let's see. What, Brittany, why don't we go with you first with our favorite memories of Walt Disney World's 50th opening weekend experience, this vacation that you had with some friends? Yeah, um, it's... It's hard to pin down when you ask me for my favorites. Oh, but, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, this was our. I was there. We had a good time. Next. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, this was our very first DVC stay. So mm-hmm. that was kind of magical in and of itself. Um, and to get to do that with a, a group of friends and family. Um, it's the second time my son and I have gotten to go and really enjoy it kind of as adults, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is a different feel. Um, and he got this awesome picture in front of Tower of Terror, Beacon of Light. Um, he ran across the park after we got done having dinner at the, or having drinks at the cantina to try to ride it one more time. And they had just shut down all the rides. The whole place is empty. You would swear he did it on a green screen. There is not a person but him and the photographer in front of Tower of Terror. Oh, wow. So he got some well, really that cool That is a great memory. Um, he's the kind of guy that likes to like go early and stay all the way late. And oh, wow. so we get to have that kind of an experience. Um And just like the pleasant surprise that we really got to enjoy things. You know, Mm -hmm. I think we were so worried about the crowds and still worried about the limited offerings and how that would affect crowd control. And our, I think our favorite experience was that we got to just meander Mm -hmm. and be spontaneous and just take our time and see things that have been there forever that we've never really taken the time to pay attention to. Um, I rode the carousel for the first time. Oh, I've wow. been to Disney oh, yeah. more times than I can count. And I've never ridden the carousel. You know, had we not had to wait 30 minutes for our food at, at uh, Pinocchio's Village House, I right. never would have mm-hmm. done that to kill time. See, meant to be. How cool. Yeah. And we got some cool merch. I got my ears. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, and this was, this was a fun, like, notorious memory. So I almost, I thought we were going to get kicked off the property before we even got to the first. Oh, yes. Did mm-hmm. I tell you about this? Yes, at dinner, but it was fun. It was, yeah, there oh, was, gosh. yeah. 
So we went to Disney Springs to do our shopping before the day of, because I was like, I don't want to carry merch around the parks. If they're not taking it back to our room for us, I'm not dealing with that. So we got, um, they had a really cool shirt in the 50th section. It's this one that has like the castle. You can tell I love a good baseball tee and it's got the iridescent stuff on the back. I found one display and they were all extra smalls or three X's. And I look at the mannequin and it's my size. And I'm like, sweet. So I start undressing the mannequin like you do in any retail store. Oops. I was told on somebody ran and got a cast member and tattled on me. And she was not happy. She's like, you are not supposed to touch the mannequins. And I'm like, I am so sorry. It's the only one. She goes, they are all over there in that section. And I'm like, this is it. And as she's kind of chastising me, every t-shirt in the pile is gone. So I was like, well, you're going to have to change it anyway, because you don't have any more to sell. So the one on the mannequin is kind of a moot point. Do you want me to put it back on? She goes, don't touch the mannequin. And I was like, do you want the shirt back? And she's like, it's fine. Just take it. And I was like, we're going to get kicked out of Disney World. And we didn't even get to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're not like those people. No, I just, my no. was like, it's my size. They're sold out. There's right. nobody anywhere to ask. I'll just undress right. the mannequin. Yeah. It was completely innocent. So I completely believe your innocence and there, and you have it. And every time you wear it, you'll have a story. Do you want to know a story? Do you want to, do you want to hear? Yeah. yeah so that'll be that fun. That is a fun memory. Yeah. That is a fun memory. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that, you know, you, you, you did get to experience the rest of your vacation and weren't in. I didn't just you know, go and get a t-shirt and that's yeah, it. That would have been, Ooh, that that's been, the mannequin yeah. undresser. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, get her. There's, there's the Emporium punch out. And then the mannequin undresser. I need to make I like going. Oh wow. So so Melissa, what are your kind of takeaways from and you didn't have a bad takeaway. You had good takeaways. You did not have, yeah, bad experience or anything that made you stay a little bit longer. So what was your what are your takeaways from your fiftieth experience? Yeah, I'm just so glad that I came. I think for me, right up until the end, it was a question of is this the right thing to do or not? Should I be going? Um, going with a group of people, you know, meeting you, Brett, meeting up with my friends where everyone just does Disney the same way. Mm -hmm. I had never experienced that before. And I yeah. think being there on the first, one of my friends had sent out a text basically being like, these are not normal Disney people. These are us and you need to, you know, take it to the next level if you're going to survive. <laughs> so it was you. very cool to be there with people who were, you know, just like me, um, a little bit crazy, a little bit of a Disney fanatic, but we all just wanted to be there. And so I think for me, it's just the memories I created with those friends, getting to meet them in person. I got to ride all the rides I hadn't ridden, do all the new stuff. And just, I think it was such the, you know, the perfect timing because had we had, you know, Disney Genie Plus and had to do all of that planning, you wouldn't have had the spontaneity of just meeting up with people, of doing whatever we felt like doing, getting there early, staying late, kind of just, you know, free flow, which I've never done, but I still got to do everything that I wanted to do. And so it's kind of just like this perfect moment in time, I think. Oh. And I'm really excited to hopefully go back, um, be able to do a few of the things that I missed, but Overall, it was 100% worth it. Great. Oh, that is so good. Well, it was so nice meeting you and experiencing uh, Rise of the Resistance for the first time. And I, my, my big thing was don't spoil it for her. Don't spoil it for her. <laughs> she has been so good. So I was, I was happy about that. Okay, John. So are you going tomorrow? 
So no. are you going to night? <laughs> no, I mean, I'll, I'll what an option, probably, you know? It is nice to live here. That's why I live here from New York. Remember, I was sure. just like you. I had to move down here. So yeah. you have to come. But my <laughs> my memory was that meetup. That was my my big thing was singing oh. on Carousel of Progress. And it definitely was. I'm not just saying this. Turning around while I was trying to do my PR and make everybody happy and seeing your face, but not knowing that it was you for a second. Right. I saw I a little it. bit of the ginger blonde beard. And I went, <gasps> Brett. Yes, it was. Great. Did you see how shocked I was? I really I'm like going, you. yes, there was there was some joy there that I'm like going okay. that made my heart feel good. So I'm good. like, it going, was, and it was completely genuine. Was fun. Completely. That was fun. Well, I can't wait. To, you know, for the next time, I will. You know, hopefully, be maskless and you'll go. There's Brett. I recognize him. So, but wow. Well, thank you. Gosh, this has just been the best. I think. You know, as I as I mentioned before, I mean, I have I have a new I have a new Disney friend. I have a new Canadian Disney friend. So it's my Canadian friend Melissa. You know, shout out to my other Canadian friends, Jen and Rob and Martin and Brent. You know, I'm going to get you on the podcast too. I know I, I'm I'm kind of you know uh, mixing the order of you know that I know you to get on this show, but you'll be on. So um, but so thank you all so much for being here and sharing these experiences because we were there, you know, and I wanted, I thought when I, when I saw all of you there, I'm like going, this is a podcast. So I'm so happy that you, uh, that we're, that we're doing this. So, but John, for all of our um, podcast listeners that are out there and for all of us here, um, how can we, how can we um, see you and see your work? Thank you so much. If you go to bigfatpanda.com, it goes to Facebook, it goes to YouTube, which is the big, my big claim to fame in my head. Mm. Uh, and that's really it. Bigfatpanda.com. Thank you. Sure. Well, and then there's that trivia, which happens oh, know, about every, every other, other Tuesday. Yeah. And I love catching, for those of you that don't know, I try to catch Brett. You have to answer fast in order to get the best points. So I'll put something like I'll show a picture of the Polynesian and I'll say, this is my favorite hotel. And I'll have, you know, four answers. And I'll put right after that, choose any other answer except for the correct one. Yes. He doesn't Got read me. that far. Yes. I didn't. And I was, and once you answer, you can't change it. I yeah. Know. Melissa, it's true. He got, he texted me and I'm like, did I get you? He's like, you did. And I know he won't. You did. <laughs> but Yay. 80% of the other people got, got it wrong also. So yeah. Well, I'm in good company. You sneaky person, you, <laughs> well, it is lots of fun. So if you're out there listening to our podcast and you're a Disney fan, like we are now, you've got to enjoy that because sometimes there's prizes too. And we're there and other bloggers are there. So we have lots of fun. So Oh, wow. This has just been great. So, you know, wrapping up here. So if you're new to Beyond the Mouse podcast, thank you so much for listening. And we have what? Well, over a hundred episodes for you to catch up on. And we, and we do talk Disney with friends and all this, but we talk to some amazing people with amazing Disney connections and amazing Disney careers. And we're so happy and so fortunate to speak with them. So yeah, check that out. So you can find Beyond the Mouse podcast wherever you find other favorite podcasts. And we'd all also love to hear from you so you can reach out to us on various social media outlets beyond the mouse on twitter we're beyond the mouse pod on instagram and there's two ways to reach us on facebook beyond the mouse podcast is our main page and we'd love you to join us on beyond the mouse podcast pals where we have some special previews and polls and so many other ways to connect and and reach out to all of our podcast pals so wow so thank you so much for listening and so, for Beyond the Mouse, I'm Brett. I'm Brittany. I'm Melissa. I'm John. And we'll see you real soon in the front row, maybe 
We'll all be at Walt Disney World's 50th celebration again. How's that? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. See you there. See you there. Oh, so good. 